to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you by Rev. Bright Nkrumah, the senior pastor of the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now get ready to be transformed by this message. Father, we are thankful and grateful for the opportunity we have to come before you to hear your word once again. Lord, we pray that you anoint my lips, that the words that shall come from my mouth, Lord, be the encrafted word which is able to save our souls. I pray, Lord, that you give us receiving hearts and hearing ears. Anoint our ears and anoint our hearts. Anoint our eyes. Open our eyes, Lord, to behold wondrous things out of your law. We pray, Lord, for your spirit to be with us through this service. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wonderful. Well, um, today we continue with our status 527, and we are sharing from the book, Everything by Prayer, Nothing Without Prayer. And we are, praying, we are preaching from chapter 20, How to Pray Prayers of Intercession. Of intercession. So if you have your book, you can take it and you can join me. Um, this is not in the um, uh, Macarius. This is, uh, you, have to, you may have bought this book, either ordered it or bought it online or something of that nature. But it is how to pray, prayers of intercession. Everything by prayer, nothing without prayer. Wonderful. Awesome. So Isaiah chapter 59 and verse 16. Isaiah 59 and verse 16. It says, Isaiah 59, 16. And he saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. Therefore, his arm brought salvation unto him and his righteousness, it sustained him. Hallelujah. Now, God is looking for intercessors. We are, praying, we are preaching about intercessors, prayers of intercession. And, and he saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. There ought to be intercessors. There ought to be people who rise up to pray, to intercede. Hallelujah. God is looking for intercessors. And he says, see, there was no man. There was no intercessor. Now, the first point that I want to share with you here is that Intercession is a priority ministry of the church. Wow. Intercession is a priority ministry of the church. Intercession is a priority ministry of the church. Hallelujah. That means it is a proton ministry. It's an important ministry. It is something that must come first. Intercession. It says in First Timothy 2 verse 1. And two, first Timothy chapter two, verse one and two. It says, I exalt therefore, I exalt therefore that first of all, first of all, that means proton. First of all means first before anything. I exalt therefore that first of all supplications, prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for king. And for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Hallelujah. 
with all godliness and honesty. I exhort, therefore, that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings, and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. Hallelujah. So, brings about quiet and peaceable life is intercessory prayers. Okay? This is what brings about quiet and peaceable life. If people are going to live in a quiet and peaceable society, what brings about that is intercessory prayers that people intercede. What will bring about godliness and honesty in a nation is intercession. Hallelujah. Yes, of all, intercession. So intercession is counted among the things that ought to come in the first place. Amen. Amen. Christians don't rise up to pray. If Christians don't rise up and pray, we shall continue to live in a society of lies, a society of chaos, and a society of confusion. That is what the Bible is saying, that the, the intercessory prayers ought to go on, first of all. Intercessory prayers ought to go on, first of all, for all men, okay, for kings, and for everyone that is in authority. Everyone that is in authority. That means you must make intercessory prayers for everyone whose decisions can affect you. You are preaching. Anyone who is in authority, whose decisions can affect you, you must make intercessory prayers for that person. You must intercede for that person. You must intercede for your boss. You must intercede for your supervisors. People who make decisions concerning you, it is in your interest to pray intercessory prayers, intercede for their health, for their peace of mind, for their peace at home. Intercede for them. It is in your interest. Hallelujah. Because the devil can disturb your boss so much so that you, the boss will come to work and disturb you. Mercy. You see, so you feel that you have prayed for yourself, you have prayed and you have interceded for yourself, but your boss can harass you. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. So the Bible is exhorting, I says, I exhort therefore, that first of all, intercession, intercession, prayers, thanksgiving, intercession, be made for all men, be made for all men. If your boss does not have peace, you will be harassed. Ooh. Hallelujah. You yes. must intercede for the president of this country. You must rise up and intercede for him. Mm. Amen. You must pray for the Spirit of God to fill him with ideas, with wisdom, with peace, with love, that he will find inner peace within himself, in his home, that he will find peace, that when he's making decisions, it will not go against you. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. But you see, a lot of people, they will, they will say all kinds of things about a leader. They will insult the leader, you know, this and that, and saying all kinds of things. May the Lord forgive us, all of us, if we have said anything about any leader. May the Lord forgive us. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Forgiveness. Because no one takes authority by themselves. At all. God sets people in authority. And if this is a person in authority, intercede for him. That is what the Bible is saying. For all men, for kings, and everyone that is in authority, we must make intercession. For such people, you may not like your boss, you may not like what he does and all kinds of things, but 
if you want to lead peaceful life, if you want to have peace at work, it depends on your intercession for him. You are preaching. Amen. Your decision, <laughs> you see, your, the decision that are taken by the president affects the country. Oh, totally. <laughs> Whether you like him or not. <laughs> you understand? A decision that the president makes affects you. It affects how the pandemic affects you. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Yes. So it is in your interest to pray for the president, intercede for him, that any devil that has sought to torment him, to disturb him, disturb his peace, to disturb his ideas, may the Lord intercede for him. May the Lord stand him for him. May the Lord cause him to have peace of mind when he goes to bed, that he will rise up before he starts tweeting that he has peace. <laughs> you understand what I'm sharing with you? Okay. Yes. That, that his marriage is at peace. His wife will give him peace. When anyone is in authority, you have to pray for them. You have to pray for their marriage. You have to pray for their children. Even their children disturbing them, causing all kinds of trouble. You have to pray for them. You are understand what I'm sharing with you. Yes. Yeah. The Bible says you want if you want to live godliness in a society of godliness and honesty, that leaders are honest. Mm. And we must make prayers of intercession a priority. Wow. Say, first of all, first of all, wow. we must make prayers of intercession. Wow. It's not about who you voted for. It's about who you prayed for, who you intercede for. <laughs> so you voted for someone else, but this is the person that is in authority. Now begin to make intercession for that person. Make it a priority to intercede for your leaders and everyone who is in authority. Can I have an amen? Amen. We are praying So intercession is a priority. There must be intercession in the church. We amen. must intercede for souls. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The church must intercede for souls. The church must pray for souls. Amen. The Bible says in Isaiah 5 and verse 14, it says, therefore, hell, Isaiah 5 and verse 14, it says, therefore, hell hath enlarged herself. Hell. And enlarge herself and open her mouth without measure. That means hell has opened her mouth very wide. You can measure the the gate of hell and their glory and their multitude and their pomp. Mm. And he that rejoiceth shall descend into it. Mm. You see, this is how hell is welcoming multitudes. Mercy. Hell is welcoming people. Many people are dying. And every day, they are going to hell. Many people, Mercy. they are dying and going to hell. Including our loved ones. Mercy. And what I'm sharing with you. Yes. You cannot sound concerned. Mm. You cannot say you don't care. Mm. Is somebody understanding the word of God this evening? Yes. This afternoon? Yeah. You can't sit down and say you don't care. Many people are dying. Many people. The verse 13 says, the verse Certain in this same scripture, the Bible says, My people have gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. Do you see? It says they have no knowledge. Therefore, my people have gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. So you must intercede for them that people will receive knowledge. Say, and their honorable men are vanished, and their multitude dried up with thirst. People are dying for the scriptures, they are dying to hear the word of God, and we must intercede for them. We must pray that preachers will arise up in these places. Amen. Amen. That the Lord will touch their hearts to receive the gospel. Amen. So they will be saved. Amen. Amen.
the presiding bishop is leading us on the floor prayer meeting to pray for the nations. I mean, what have, have you seen any pastor does this before? Mm, yes. Any pastor, and today he was saying that Reverend Steve Manson was telling him that no one should say, I have a worldwide ministry. When he looked at the countries that the presiding bishop was calling about and calling names and praying for these places, because we can't say we have a worldwide ministry because there are all these places where the gospel has not reached. They are fertile lands and the gospel has not reached that. And so everyone must join the, this meeting, this floor prayer meeting. Join as we are interceding for the nations, as we are interceding for the lost. This is true Christianity. Hallelujah. Amen. True Christianity. And if we are not doing that, we are not serving God. Amen. Intercession must go on all the time. We must make intercessory prayers all the time. He said, first of all, there must be supplication, prayers, and intercession. And that should go on in every church. Amen. Amen. Intercession. What is intercession? Intercession is a spiritual intervention that blocks the work of the devil. Do you see? It blocks the work of the devil. Amen. So we must arise up. We must arise. All of us. We must arise and we should pray so that we narrow the gates of hell. We narrow it. We decrease the number of people who are going to hell. That is our way. And we must do that. That is our way. Number two. Intercession saves lives. Amen. Saves lives. Mm. Genesis chapter 18 and verse 32. Intercession saves lives. Now, here is a scripture when, you know, the Lord was about to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah and the angels first visited, visited Abraham. Mm. And the Lord said that, should he hide anything from Abraham? And the Lord decided to reveal his plans, what he was going to do to Sodom, what he was going to do to them, to Abraham. And you know that Abraham's nephew and his family were living in Sodom. So Abraham began to make intercession. Abraham began to make, we cannot read the whole passage, but the Bible says in verse 32, Abraham started from number of 50 and was pleading, he was pleading with the Lord that if he will find 50 righteous people in that nation, that he will spare them. He will spare the nation and he will not destroy them. And the Lord said, yes, if I find 50, I will, I will spare them. Then he came down and said, what about 45? Oh, Abraham realized that maybe he may not find 50. So he said, what about if you find 45 righteous people? The Lord said, if I find 45 righteous people, I will not destroy them. Then he says, what about 40? Hey. Lord agreed. This is intercession. Abraham was interceding for the nation. Bullshit. The Lord said, if I find 40, I will not destroy them. Mm. Then Abraham said, what about 30? If you find 30, he says, I will not destroy them. Now what about 20? I will not destroy them. Then he came to this scripture. He says, and he said, oh, let not the Lord be angry. Because you realize that I'm interceding too much. Yeah, I've been asking too much. So let not the Lord be angry. And I will speak yet, but this once, this is my last one request. Her adventure, 10 shall be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for 10 sake. That means if I can find 10 righteous people in the nation, I will not destroy them. I will spare the nation. Abraham negotiated for the lives of the Sodomites. And he spoke the language that God understood. 
He was using God's language because he knows God calls himself the righteous judge. And then he was quoting it back to him. He says, you are the righteous judge. If you find such righteous people, would you also go ahead and destroy them? That will not be fair. That will not be fair of a righteous judge. And the Lord understood that. He says, yes, I am the righteous judge. And I've said it in my word. If I can find 10 people, I will not destroy them. Hallelujah. So he persuaded God. You know, now can you also rise up and speak God's language? Can you quote the scriptures that God understands, that God knows, and let the Lord hear and, and, and answer because you are using his words? Can you use the same words like that? You see, and that is what we need for intercessory prayers. The Bible says in Psalm 138 and verse 2, the Bible says, the second part, it says, for thou hast magnified thy word above thy name. Mm. You see, so God values his word. He values his word. We know the names of God. We know the names of God means so many powerful things. Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Jireh. We know that these names mean so many things. But this is when it comes to my word, I have magnified my word above all my name. Do you understand? So when you quote the word of God to him, when you give back his word to him, you commit him to fulfill what you are asking for. He is faithful to his word. God is faithful to his word. He fulfills his prophecies and he performs the promises that are in his word. That is God. And that is why when we are praying, we read the scriptures. We read the scriptures, we call the scripture, and then we explain it so that everyone will understand what we are praying about. And we use the scriptures, based on the scriptures, we come up with requests. We come up with topics. And we say, we are praying for this. We are praying about this. Because the word of God says this. Mm. And when you are able to do that, then you are able to get God to hear you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Can you do that? Can you save lives through your prayers? Yes. The answer is yes. You can save lives through your prayers. Your life may be spared as you are sitting here today. Your lives may be spared because someone is praying for you. Someone is making an intercession for you. You are alive today because some intercessory prayers went on for you. I believe it. Are you understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. You, 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 you escaped the pandemic because some intercessory prayers going on for you. And would you also rise up and make intercession for someone? You, we must have intercessory groups. People must be praying all the time. People must have different groups of intercessors. People are praying all the time. You see, their prayers may be saving you from fire. and may be saving you from judgment. One group may be praying about fire, and they may not pray about water and flood is coming. But there's another intercessory group that is praying about judgment or praying about the storms. You understand what I'm sharing with you? Yes. And you must be an intercessor. You yes. must rise up also and pray for others. Amen. You save life, yes, you can if you pray. If you pray, lives will be saved. If you quote the scriptures back to God, He said, You will live and not die. That's what your promise is. You say, We shall live and shall not die. You say, When we go through fires, we shall not burn. That is your word. Therefore, the fire that is going on in California, my cousins and my uncles who are living in California, they will not die from this fire. This is the prayer. That you pray. And you quote them. And you, 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 you give them back to the Lord. Jesus. 
You see, you say that the, your, your word says that David, as David quoted, I said, I've been young and I've been old, and I've not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. In this pandemic, Lord, may I never be forsaken as I serve you with all faithfulness. As I serve you, may I not be forsaken. May I not be a beggar. May I not go borrowing and begging for bread. And you give the word back to the Lord like that. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? You are preaching a powerful message. Yes. You can intercede on behalf of other people mm. so that their lives will be spared. Mm. You can intercede. You can intercede as the pandemic is going on. In, even here in America, where we have all kinds of sophisticated medica medical treatments and all kinds of hospitals and all kinds of things, ECMO and all of this. Go and ask people in Ghana if they have heard anything called ECMO or go to Dominican Republic if they have heard anything like that called ECMO or this and that. I don't know how many events they have in, you know, I don't know how many. But even here that they have people are dying. Do you see? So you must rise up and pray. Some people, they don't even have their mask to put on. Oh, you understand? They put some rack on which has holes in them already. They are children's clothes that are torn and they just tie on their faces. So you must rise and pray for them. And they will, they will, be, they will, be, they will be spared. Their lives will be spared. Your prayers. Mm. I say your prayers. Baby, when you pray, lives will be spared. Amen. I tell you, lives will be spared. Amen. Michelle, when you pray, lives will be spared. If somebody understand what I'm sharing, sharing with you, see, your prayers will start. Your prayers will save lives. Hallelujah. Amen. Your prayers will save lives. Amen. Does somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? That's right. Yes, I see. Your prayers will save lives. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, you don't understand what I'm sharing with you? You do. Yes. Beatrice, your prayers will save lives. When you rise up to pray, lives will be saved. Lives will be saved. Hallelujah. Nancy, when you rise up to pray, lives will be saved. Look Amen. at some people in your community, some people in your area, and think about them and see that you know, even here, look at how, what you are going through. What about these people, my neighbors, the ones whose house are next to mine? I remember them. I do pray for them, rise up and pray for them, and their lives will be spared. I'm telling you, you may not think of yourself as any important person, but I'm telling you, as a righteous look, the scripture says in Ezekiel chapter 22. You see, God wants to do things. God wants to do things. Ezekiel 22 and verse 30. Ezekiel 22 and verse 30. It says, And I sought for a man. Ezekiel 22 and verse 30. And I sought for a man among them. Among whom? Among the people. Ezekiel, not Ezra. Ezekiel 2, 2, 22 and verse 30. He says, And I sought for a man among them that should make up the head. That should make up the head. And stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy, but I found them. Let's God is looking for a man, anyone, mm. anyone, a man. Donna, God is looking for anyone. Shakira, you understand what I'm sharing with you? God is looking for anyone. Hallelujah. Amen. God is looking for anyone. Tell God is looking for anyone, anyone who rises up to pray. Nancy, are you, under, are you listening to me? God is looking for you. You are an intercessor. God is looking for you to pray. Amen. So from this scripture, it means that one thing that could have been done, one thing that could have been done to spare the land was one person, one person to rise up and intercede wow. for the land. Amen. That is the one thing, one person to rise up. 
one person. So can you imagine if all of us are becoming intercessors Amen. for our loved ones, for our families, mm. and intercede for them? God is looking for a person to stand in to pray, a person to rise up and intercede, bring back his words to him and intercede. Hallelujah. Why? If God wants to do something, why doesn't he do it? Go and ask God. That is his word. I'm reading his word to you. <laughs> Go and ask him. Say, God, if you want to save the people, if you want to save the land, why don't you save them? Why you? He says, I love a man among them. He can. But he says, seeking for someone. He's looking for, for one nice lady who will rise up at home and just for my family. I'm praying for my children. I'm praying for my cousins. I'm praying for this. Assessors, we need intercessory groups in the church, people who are always interceding. Hallelujah. People who are always praying. Amen. And their prayers may be saving lives. Their prayers will be saving lives. Hallelujah. Amen. Saving lives, sparing lives from fire and from judgment Amen. and from premature death. That is what your prayers will do. It will spare people from dying prematurely. Amen. Can I have an amen? Amen. Number what, what number are we on? Number three. Number three. Number three. Intercession gives you victory without casualties. Amen. Intercession gives you victory without casualties. Wow. Casualties means accident, harm, suffering. That you have victory and you have casualties. You know, sometimes, you know, you have a car that gets into accident and they say, oh, this person didn't die, that person. But there are a lot of casualties, broken bones, mm. and, you know, a lot of injuries. Somebody has lost their eye, and all of those are casualties. But through, when you make intercession, you will be saved. You will have victory without casualties. Amen. 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 One of Exodus chapter 17 and verse 10. We are almost done, so be awake. Keep preaching. Are you tired? Hey, who is that? <laughs> Let me see who is sleeping. Ha. Ah. Wake you up. Shake your neighbor and say, wake up, wake up. Hey, wake, wake. Come, wake up. On. Come on now. This is our church. This is our service. This is the word. So be awake, be alert. This is the message. I was I'm preaching to you right now. Amen. Amen. Intercession gives you victory without casualties. Exodus 17 and verse 10 to 12. So Joshua did as Moses had said to him and fought with Amalek. So this is a war between the Israelites and the Malachi. And the Bible says, And Moses and Aaron and Hur went up to the top of the hill. And it came to pass, when Moses held up his hand, that Israel prevailed. Do you see? When the hands of Moses were lifted up as he was praying, wow. Israel prevailed. Okay. You know, a lot of times, some of you, when we say lift up your hands as you are praying, oh, yes. You lift it up and you put it down. You don't know the significance. Uh, you have no idea what you do when you lift up your hands. Look at this scripture. It says, And it came to pass, when Moses held up his hand, that Israel prevailed. Israel was winning. Mm. And when he let down his hand, the Amalekites, the enemies, were winning. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? Preach. And when he let down his hand, Amalekites prevailed. But Moses' hands were heavy. Moses' hands were heavy. And they took a stone and put it under him. And he sat thereon. And Aaron and Hur take up his hand, the one on the one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady mm. until the going down of the sun. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Amen. You see, this is the work of a classic intercessory group. This is this this is an intercessory group. You see, these were the priests, and they have gone to pray. You know, they didn't go to the war field. They didn't go to the war front. But their intercessory prayer was winning the war. So I do understand the word of God. Their intercession was winning the war. Sometimes it is difficult for one person to intercede. Oh, Oh, yeah, very, very hard. Amen. Amen. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. I'm back. I'm back. Technology challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Can you hear me? Yes, please. Powerful. You have to understand we are using technology. Yeah. And we are getting better and better. Amen. 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 I was sharing with you that sometimes it is difficult. Have you noticed that sometimes it's difficult for you alone to go and pray? Yeah, yes. Isn't that so? Most of the time. Sometimes it's difficult. It's challenging. I realize that when you are alone on your placenta and you are the only one praying and you are the only one lifting up your hands and commenting, you feel like you want to sleep. Oh, yeah. It is that. Yeah. That is why you are needed to join the placenta. So that there's a large group. It's not easy to pray alone. It's not easy to pray alone. Do you see? Especially when you are making intercessory prayer. Let me tell you. One of the things that the devil fights is prayer. Oh, yes. Okay. So your, your, your nature of sleeping whilst you are praying and your tiredness, it is not strange. Okay. Yes. The way you feel is the same way that I also feel. Common phenomenon. <laughs> it's a common phenomenon. Everyone feels the same way. So don't think that I'm not that strong a Christian. I'm not spiritual. Because when you're making intercessory prayers, you are fighting the enemy. You are fighting the enemy. So would you be surprised that you are feeling tired? You see, Israel was a nation of God. And as Moses was praying, of course, his hands were tired. They were heavy. You see, so when you go alone, it is tiresome. It is difficult to pray. You see, when you are with people, when there are a whole group of people praying, you feel energized. Oh, yes. You, see, you feel strong. When you see the presiding bishop leading you know, he's going back and forth. You are energized. You feel guilty when he says, everyone standing, every standing, and you are sitting. Or you are lying on your pillow. And then, as if you can see, you say, put the pillow down. Leave the pillow alone. And then your guilt, your guilt just comes, and then you just rise up. But if you are alone, and no one is there, you hold your pillow. The next time the pillow is on your head, the next time you are snoring. You see, but with the group, when the group is there, we feel energized. We can pray. So here we see Aaron and Hero held the hands of Moses, the senior pastor. He held his hand as they prayed. And because of the two, Moses' hands could be kept up. Moses could keep his hand up. And the prayer was going on. And as long as his, prayer, his hands were up, the people of Israel were winning the war. Amen. You see, sometimes when you are asked to lift up your hand, you can lift it up for only 30 seconds. Hey. Have you not noticed that? Every time we say, all hands up, everyone lifting, lift up your hands and pray. You just lift up your hands like this and then the next thing is down. If 30 30 seconds is even more. But when we are together, when we are all together and we are praying, you see people's hands, if we were praying on Zoom, for instance, and all of us, our hands were up, you see that even though your hands are heavy, you keep them up. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Lift up that hand for a moment. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. So when we are praying as a group, we are energized to pray. 
So sometimes you may have victory, but when you you you, you are alone, you are suffering casualties. Okay. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? So for instance, if Moses was alone, listen, if Moses was alone and he was praying, he would be tired. And the time his hands come down, the Amalekites will be cutting the heads of the Israelites. And maybe they will win the war by a lot of casualties. True. But when the group was making intercessory prayers, as they were praying, they were having victory. My God. The losses were less. Amen. Because losses can be very costly. Oh, yes. Easy. You can go to battle and win a war. But when you recount the people who have died, you are not even able to rejoice. Or your leg can be lost. <laughs> or you can lose your leg. You are coming home as a victor, but you have lost your leg. Amputee. Forgive. A lot of veterans have a lot of deficit. Mm-hmm. And they call them heroes. They don't even consider themselves heroes. <laughs> but they are sitting in wheelchairs. <laughs> we don't want that type of victory. That is why we have to make intercessory prayer. Amen. Can I have an amen? Amen. And the last one, intercessors are great people. Amen. Are great people. Say, I am a great person. I am a great person. Yes, intercessors are great people. Isaiah 53 and verse 12. Isaiah 53 and verse 12. Intercessors are great people. The Bible says, Therefore, therefore, will I divide him a portion with the great. Mm-hmm. And I'm showing you who is this person that is going to receive a portion with the great. It says, Therefore, will I divide him a portion with the great and he shall divide the spoil with the strong because he had poured out his soul unto death mm. and he was numbered with the transgressor and he bare the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressor yes. hallelujah because he made intercession for the transgressors the bible says god is saying i will divide him a portion with the great amen so making it as to have a portion with the great. Amen. If you understand the word of God, that he made intercession and he was he received a portion with the great. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. When you make intercession, Sonia, you receive a portion with the great. Amen. 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 Jesus became great because he was an intercessor. Wow. If you an intercessor, you will be a very great person. Amen. Hallelujah. You don't see it as something really big, but God sees intercessors as great people, and He counts them among great people. Amen. I mean, your name will not be listed among great people and not have any greatness. You will be great. I said you will be great. Amen. When you are intercessor, you pour out your soul for the people who are in sin. You pray for them. You go on your knees and intercede for people who are living in sin. Through your intercession, many souls will be saved. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Say that few people, when you see that few people are saved, it means that there are very little intercessors or intercession. When you see that few people have been saved, it means there are very little intercessory prayer going on. So become an intercessor. Join the people who intercede for others. And you see souls, souls being saved. You see souls being saved as you intercede for them. Salome, do you understand the word of God? As you intercede for people, souls will be saved. As you pray for others, souls will be saved. God sees intercession. You'll be considered a great person because of your intercession. Because you are an intercessor, God counts you among the great. I will divide him. I will divide him 
a portion with the great because he poured out his soul and made intercession for the transgressors. You see, just setting yourself to pray for others, just setting yourself to intercede for others. God counts you among great people because you pour out your soul. John, you pour out your soul, Jesse John, John Jesse. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Yes. You pour out your soul and God calls you a great person. Amen. Amen. Until when you are going to bed and you decide to pray for others, say a prayer. Lord, save the people of Uganda. Father, send, send pastors preach to the people of Uganda. Just that prayer alone, God begins to see you as a great person. Wow. Wow. He says, because you pour out your soul in prayers for people you do not know, people that you don't even know about, you have not seen them before, but you are interceding for them, God will make you a great person. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. The Lord make you a great person as you Amen. As we join the presiding bishop of the floor prayer meeting to pray for the various nations. I mean, some of the countries, some of the countries, we have never even heard of them before. At all. Some of them, you didn't even know where they were located. You don't know which continent they were located. You've not heard of these countries. You are wondering, who is there? Mm. And sometimes as we are praying, when he says, let's pray for the nations, perhaps you will wonder, why don't we pray for our needs? You know, because sometimes you have joined a prayer meeting and you are hoping that, you know, there's some needs that will come up as a topic and then we will pray and you join. Have you not realized that when we are praying and the prayer pertains to something you need, power comes in you, energy comes in you, and you are responding, you are typing on Facebook and you are responding and you are enjoying it and more, 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 and you you don't even want that topic to end. Thanks, Satan. You see, when you say, you know, maybe you are are praying about arthritis and you have arthritis. You hold your knee and you jump and you are praying and you straighten up your knee. When you are praying about joblessness and you are praying about unemployment and you are unemployed, you see how you rise up to pray. Yeah, second stimulus. But the Bible is saying that when you pray, when you pray for others that you do not know, for people that you do not know, God makes you a great person. Amen. God makes you a great person. Don't wish that you pray for your needs, but join as we are interceding for the nations, showing us the nations, the maps, the countries. Mm. Intercede and pray. You are securing a portion with the great. I say you are securing a portion with the great. You didn't hear me. Mm. Lift up your hands and say, I receive a portion with the great. I receive a portion with the great. Join to pray with the great. Look at Job chapter 42 and verse from the New Living Translation. The New Living Translation, so that they can see. He says, He says, and he says, when and, and, and the Lord turned the captivity. Okay, so now this is the New Living Translation. He says, when Job prayed for his friends, you see, he had needs. Do you understand? He had needs. Job was in, in, in was poor, so sick. He had needs. But the Bible says, when he looked at his needs, and when Job, 
the Lord restored his fortunes. Mm. The Lord restored his fortunes. Mm. In fact, the Lord gave him twice as much as before. Uh, Job already, before all this trouble came, about the now he received twice as much as he had before. So I don't know who in the east was close to even job. May that be your portion. An intercessor, may you may you be among the great. Go on your knees at night and you call upon a nation and just you become amen 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 the great god will make you right on the high place as you the voice to pray for another people another person someone that you someone that is not known someone that you don't even Let us pray. Let us pray. All eyes closed. We pray, Lord, that amongst us, for you set for a man amongst them, amongst the people. So ordinary men, women like that, Lord, listen us. And we pray, Lord, to pray for others. He said, you will cause us to share among the great. Our names are being listed among the great. As we... Pray, oh God, as we intercede for the nations, as we intercede for our family, as we intercede for our friends, as we intercede for our bosses, as we intercede for the president of the nation, may you also restore our fortunes. Anything that we have lost, may you restore. In the name of Jesus, and not just restoration, Lord, you give us twice as much, ten times as much as we pray for others. We are grateful, Lord, we are thankful for making us intercessors, for rise, raising amongst us intercessors in the name of Jesus. Turn our church into a church of intercessors in the name of Jesus. We give you glory, we give you honor, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now with all eyes closed and every head bowed, I want to give everyone that is here an opportunity. You are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and as my Savior. If that is your prayer, wherever you are, I want you to join me as I pray. As I lead this, join me to pray. If you are you are not born again, you have not given your life to Christ, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus as my Lord and as my Savior. If that is your prayer, wherever you are, join me as we say this prayer. You may lift up your hand with me and join and say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you for dying for me. I am unrighteous. I am unrighteous. I am full of sins. I am full of sins. 
Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you died for my sins. Please forgive me. Please wash me with your blood. Please wash me with your blood. This afternoon. This afternoon. I welcome you into life. I welcome you into my life. Be my Lord. Be my Lord. Be my master. Be my master. Be my savior. Be my savior. Please write my name. Please write my name. In the book of life. In the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. For saving me today. For saving me today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. believe you have been blessed with this powerful message. Come worship with us at Kodesh Family Church, located at 1734 Williamsbridge Road, Bronx, New York, at 12 p.m. every Sunday. God bless you. I see.